Welcome to Simon Says Inspire, a podcast about life, leadership, and building legacies. I'm John Simon Sr. And I'm Dina Simon. Our guest today is Tamika Jones. Tamika is the founder of Lip Esteem. They make lipstick, lip gloss, and lip liners. Tamika, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Simon family. It is so good to be here. Yay, we're so excited to have you. So Tamika, why don't you take a few minutes to tell the listening audience a little bit about yourself, maybe, and a little bit about your family, and maybe what you do in your spare time, if you have any of that. Sure, spare time, right? (laughs) So I'm Tamika Jones. I own and started Lip Esteem in 2020. I'm a St. Paul born and raised young lady. And so my heart is always in St. Paul, Minnesota. My bachelor's is in youth development with a minor in business management. Entrepreneurship has always been something that I have been involved in because my parents are both entrepreneurs. They're pastors and they also started one of the first diversity consulting firms in the Twin Cities. So I've always been like helping them create pamphlets and finding information about diversity and going with them to Fortune 500s, sitting in on conversations and learning about what people really think about people of color. So for me, Lip Esteem isn't just a plant-based lipstick company. We're also a social enterprise, which is focused on ensuring that all people love one another in any way that they can and that we get along and that if we have hard conversations, it's okay. Let's just talk about it. Yeah, let's have the conversations. So Tamika, I didn't know that about your parents. What's the name of their consulting company? So they're they're no longer doing it anymore. They both gone in separate directions, like literally. He works in public health. He has his own nonprofit called Human. And then my mom is still in ministry and writing books and things like that. Nice, nice. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, That's great. I didn't know that. So I don't know if you remember how we met. I told John how we met, but Kathy Paper and I went to a Women Over 50 event at the Hewing Hotel and it was cold outside. I don't remember what time of year, but like probably around the holidays, but it was it was a like fashion show for Women Over 50 and you had a booth there. Yep. And we bought lipstick, but then we also connected the dots because of your relationship with Deluxe and being on the Hulu show. Yes. And so Amanda Brinkman is a good friend of mine and Devin Block, who was on her team. Okay. Yep. Yep. So Devin worked with us on our nonprofit for many, many years. So she's a great friend. So John had met her throughout the years when he's been here for events up in Minnesota. Oh, awesome. Small world. It's a small world, especially in St. Small, right? St. Small, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Mika, I love your tagline when you say you try to make people feel good one tube at a time. One tube at a time. I mean, uh, lipstick does that. You know, I started during COVID. Yes, I'm the crazy lady that started a lipstick company when everyone was wearing a mask. But at the time, we needed things to make us feel pretty at that time. There was so much drama and trauma going on in the world in general. I just was sitting sitting here because I was furloughed as a makeup artist. So I had a lot of time to sit and think. And then watching uh, all the media about people fighting and arguing about this and that. I was like, what can I do to bring beauty back to the community? And I was like, you know what? I think it's time to start my beauty brand. So that's what I did. One tube at a time. 
Well, talk about a forward thinker, especially during the COVID times, because we really didn't know how long it was going to last. I mean, it ended up lasting almost three years, but uh, very difficult opening a business at that time. Actually, I started out making masks with my sewing machine. Oh, I need to be very busy and uh, like crafty and stuff like that. So I was making hundreds and hundreds of masks. And so then it was like someone challenged me like, hey, you know, I've never seen, he said, a $20 an hour billionaire before. And he was talking about me. And I was like, I, I was hurt. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm only making $18 an hour. I felt very challenged by that. And so I was like, you know what? I got to figure out a way to create generational wealth and just have a better living for myself, my family, and then eventually my community after I get us together. Absolutely. Is that person still around? Like, is that somebody that just said that once that or somebody in your community that you know? Oh, somebody in my community that I know. Okay, because you're going to prove him, right? He's one of my best clients. Is he? I love it. Mm -hmm. As he should be. Good. That's right. He better be. He better be. (laughs) So knowing that you, like you said, so it sounds about time that I start my beauty brand. Had you had this idea prior? Oh, yes. I graduated from St. Paul College in 2002 in aesthetics and skincare. And so I wanted to start it then. But at that time, I was still, I think my daughter was probably five or six and I was a single mom. So it's really, it, it takes so much to become an entrepreneur, start your brand. I didn't have that kind of mental capacity nor did I have the money to start my brand. So it was always a dream, but I just kind of put it in the back, you know? Absolutely. As I was going through the information about Lip Esteem, I love the names on, on some of your, your products, like Lady Slipper, Blissful Dreams, Sweet Tea, Candyland. Where do the names come from? Or are they just, just, you say, you know, that's what this one's going to be? So a lot of times it's my favorite things. Minnesota is one of my favorite things. So I, a lady slipper is our state flower. Cafe Latte, which is my favorite dessert business on Grand St. Paul. I've got Victoria, which is my cross street, but it was also the woman who gave me my first job and mentored me also in entrepreneurship. So it's about all the things I love. Some Some names come really easy. Sometimes I need to take a drive up north and just watch the the leaves fall and get motivated by that. And then sometimes my dad just calls me and says, hey, I got a new name for one of your new lipsticks. And I'm like, oh, Lord. (laughs) So, yeah. I love it. Well, it's great that they all have a special meaning behind them. And you know it. And hopefully you share that with some people at times, too, whoever, you know, whenever they're buying the product. Yeah. Yeah. BT was my rap name when I was younger. I love you know, it. Okay. When I wanted okay. to eat, I was always sweet tea for Tamika. So, and I love sweet tea. So there you go. Yeah. It, it has a double meeting. Yep. So when I worked Tamika before I retired, uh, one of my customers was a, a large cosmetic company located in Paris. So you can imagine who that is, L'Oreal. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the people that I worked with there talked to me about was how important packaging was yeah. for a product like uh, fragrances and, and, and lip gloss and stuff like that there. Mm-hmm. Do you find it the same way? So packaging is very important. I remember my first probably year, I didn't have packaging. I had my bottles, but I didn't have anything to put them in. 
And that was always something that bothered me because I've been in the makeup industry 20 plus years. I know how important packaging is. And so once I finally got it, it was just such a process, but I knew it needed to look very crisp and clean and classic. Mm -hmm. And so now it's all about, okay, well, what's the new packaging? Like what, what can I do to get people interested and to want to buy it? Cause they will buy it just for the packaging. Right. Well, and, and that's the first thing they see even before they see what's inside the packaging is, right. is you know, what, what it looks like. That's right. But you know what? It's so interesting. I always, sometimes when people come to the store, I ask them, do you want the packaging? A lot of people are very environmental friendly, so they don't want that. But then also, I don't want anybody to throw my lipstick package away. I want them to keep it. I want them to try, put on the lipstick and put it back in the packaging. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I pay for that, you know? Right. So, yes, you did. You, exactly. You do pay so for don't it. Don't it away. So when you first got started, how difficult is it to get financing? I was furloughed as a makeup artist, so I was at home. So we were getting furlough pay. Then we start getting COVID pay. So COVID pay was $600 a week in Minnesota over the unemployment or the furlough pay. And so what I did was I bootstrapped. I just took my savings, my accumulation, and then I just put it into the brand. And that's how I kept doing. I kept flipping it over, bootstrapping, selling the lipsticks, putting it back in the brand. And that's what I did for two and a half years. And we're there three now. So honestly, it's very hard for a lot of black businesses to get capital because we don't necessarily have the generational wealth that a lot of other businesses have. So when walking in banks, we don't have uh, necessarily all that it takes to be able for banks to just say, here's some money, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's other times where people can just walk in and here you go. So so because of that, there's been a kind of a fear to even look for something further. But eventually a group of business owners sought me out to invest in me. And so I finally got a portion of investment and capital that helped me to scale. Awesome. That's so great. Tell us a little bit, because I don't know, and I should know more, but with the deluxe and the small business revolution and the Hulu show, how did you get connected with all of that? Okay, so when COVID happened, I wasn't just making masks, but I was also starting to really go head first into entrepreneurship. But one thing I knew, even though my minor was in business management, even though I knew my parents were entrepreneurs, I knew that there was things about entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneurship that I just didn't get, right? There's so many things that a person would need to know. I took one cohort through neighborhood development and then I signed up for another cohort. And the reason why I did that, I have a friend who has a little girl's um, body care line. And so for me, I'm watching her start her brand, make all these moves. And I was like, I'm just gonna follow what she does because I don't know what I'm doing. And so if she was taking a cohort, I took a cohort. If she was taking a class, I took a class. So I signed up for a cohort and the executive director and I talked, she loved my story. And then she called me a week later, still wasn't in the cohort because it was hard to get in. And she called me a week later. She said, hey, there's a television series that's coming to Minnesota. Do you think you'd be interested in applying? And I'm like, uh, sure. Now, mind you, I'm only six months into starting my business. (laughs) 
And so they interviewed me. Our interview went over about 15 minutes longer than it was supposed to. They said, oh my gosh, we love you. We've got to have you as a part of our story. So here we go. Now they're in my house, taking my table, my coffee table out to the hallway because it's not big enough for 20 something people to be and in equipment my- and everything yeah. <laughs> at stuff. So it was just, it was, it was fun for the community to see. My neighbor was a little bit irritated, but he'll be all right. <laughs> oh, yay. So fun. Boy, what a, so what fun. a great story. Yeah. And you had something to do with Dateline recently. Tell us what happened there. So this past Friday, uh, Dateline aired an episode called 65 Seconds. It was a story that happened right here in St. Paul. It was a murder that happened. And it was a who who did it. And so they came to St. Paul to um, just film. And the anchor was like, I need a makeup artist who understands my skin and can do my hair. And they Googled makeup artists in St. Paul. And guess who the number one name it was? It was me. I love it. Fantastic. Yeah. So for, for about three months, during the time when my business was shut down because of Metro Transit, I was able to do that. Nice. That's so great. That is so awesome. And then you'd featured the anchor. She wore your lipstick, didn't she? Oh, she wore my lipstick. Everything. Everyone on the show has on my lipstick. Love it. That's awesome. So, Tamika, one of my father-in-law's favorite places and things to do is the Minnesota State Fair. And I shared with him that you you were there this year. We were. It was our first year. It was the most amazing thing. And I really miss being there. Like the atmosphere, the other vendors around, being able to go and get all your favorite treats whenever you wanted to, and just discover more parts of the fair was amazing. Nice. I was at church on Saturday night, and I was walking out, and lady had a, a little blazer on, and it had Minnesota. Uh, you could tell she was from Minnesota with it. And I said, oh, I was just up there at the state fair. She said, oh, so were we. And she says, you know, the part I like about it is you can just about get anything in the world on a stick. So you can get a pork chop on a stick. You can get, <laughs> you know, you can get a hot dog on. You can get everything on a stick. But she likes the same thing that I liked about it. Everything's not fried food like we have here in the at the Texas State Fair. Yeah, and guess what else you can get on a stick now at the State Fair? What's that? Lipstick. Lipstick. Lipstick on <laughs> okay. a stick. Yep. Yes. Lipstick. There you are. Yeah, my daughter came up with lipstick on a stick and we didn't find out we were going to be in the state state fair until six weeks before. So oh my gosh. first okay. or second week in July and we just went full out and we got our network together to help us get this together. And she was like, what about lipstick on a stick? I said, oh my gosh, that's perfect. We sold out of that so fast. So next year we got to have way more lipsticks on a stick. And so that process, too, getting signed up for the fair, you were in the Coliseum. What floor were you on? Uh, Second floor. Okay. And do you have the same spot next year? Like, how does all that work? You know what? I don't know if we would have the same spot. Okay. I know we'll be there. Nice. But wherever we are this year, at least, we'll be on the maps and in the the blue coupon book. Oh, fantastic. We came in so late. Next year will be even better. Yeah, and now you know what to expect and all of that. That's so exciting. Super exciting. 
So, Tamika, a lot of the uh, people that we've had on the podcast are much like you. They're uh, entrepreneurs. And I always make the comment that how inspired I am by entrepreneurs because anyone that is willing to sign the front of the paycheck, I always signed my whole working career, I signed the back of the paycheck. And when your name's on the front of the paycheck, it makes a world of difference to you and to the people that you have working with you and for you. Yeah, I, I really look forward to continuing to grow the business so my name can be on the front of that check for so many more people in the community. So it is amazing. It's a great feeling. Yeah. And your daughter is very engaged in the business. Tell us a little bit about that and then any other family and friends that are working with you. Yeah. So my daughter, Kijana, is my director of operations. And so she's really good at IT. She's really good at programming. She's good at just the things that I aren't am not good at. Perfect. So like, I like to be the creative person. I like to be the first person in customer faces. That's not necessarily where her strength is. So she does behind the scenes. And then I have an inventory specialist, but also like kind of the second brains of Lip Esteem. Her name is Zykea. Zykea was my manager at when I worked at a makeup line. I so love now, that. Now yeah. she worked for me, John. And, <laughs> and I have to remind her of that also. <laughs> hey, that's amazing. And then for like the fair and for special events, if you see us out and about, you may see some cousins or some of my daughter's best friends that are like, te- you know, during the summer, they're teachers. So they're usually off for the summer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you have a storefront now too. So tell us about that. Yeah. So our storefront, so we started out in our house and then people wanted to come by and pick up their lipsticks from my home. I didn't want that. So we got a little booth during the small business revolution, the show. We got a small little uh, boutique in St. Paul. And then we grew out of that like within five or six months. So we ended up finding an amazing storefront in historic Rondo where I was born and raised. And so that's where we are now. And it's just beautiful to be in a place where people know me. Yep. Like this seniors can come and sit down on my window seat and just look down the street and talk their talk and tell me what I need to do with my life. And I love <laughs> it. Oh, I love that. So what's next for you? I mean, so we are trying to probably need another lip esteem somewhere in the Twin Cities. Also, we're trying to get funding for a metro, a mobile unit because we're plant-based. And so when we go out in different environmental temperatures, yeah, it can affect the brand and affect the product. And so having a mobile unit would be so much easier for us. So that's what we're trying to um, get an investor or somebody for that. And then just continuing to, to grow our team. I feel like one of the things that we struggle with is that e-com and getting more online sales. So we got to figure out what is it that people are looking for or where do we go get those people? And lip esteem is always looking for new lips. I mean, if you have lips, you need lip esteem anyway. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Agreed. That's why, Dina, you may see me in a lot of places because I'm like, oh, time to find some new lips. You know? Absolutely. And it, the product is amazing. I mean, I've talked a little bit about this, not that you would remember because you see lots of lips, but I, when I put lipstick on, um, it goes away very fast and your lipstick stays on, but it's not drying. So I actually love the product. 
Um, and so Ecom, from your own, like your own fulfillment, uh, do you see yourself selling through any type of big box store or anything one day, or do you want to keep it more to yourself? People ask me about that all the time and they suggest I should be in Target and Walmart and all these big box stores, but that's not necessarily my dream. My dream right. to be more of a local brand, even if I'm in different states, it would still be on a more local level. I'm also really trying to get into the co-ops. Nice. Co Mississippi Market Sewer, wherever, uh, because it's plant-based and it's so good. I just haven't quite figured that out. We're also trying to get, I mean, I would love to be in hospitals, in the gift section, and anywhere where, I mean, anywhere. I, I'm just trying to open it up to boutiques, salons, co-ops, stores. Yeah. But I don't necessarily want to do big box yet because it takes so much capital yep. to be a it into those places and then they take so much they do from the small business owner but i mean hey that's just not my thing right now but who knows god is my ceo right and so if he says that that's how we're supposed to move then that's why we're gonna move it doesn't matter what people tell me they think i should do if it's not confirmation from him then it doesn't even matter and I believe it because I've seen it for three and a half years. I've seen how he's worked. And so I'm just really excited to just be open. And that's the thing. You know, people say, what are you doing in three years and five years? I don't know. I'm waking up tomorrow and I'm going to say, God, what are we doing today? You're going to tell me. And then that's what we're going to do. Yep. You're one, one foot forward based on where that path leads you. I love it. And I'm sure a lot of your customers look at it as, uh, you know, plant-based, gluten-free, and cruelty-free formulas. And, and in today's environment, people really like having those slogans behind it. They do. And it's, it is a whole nother feel. This lipstick, I've been a makeup artist 22 years, so the lipstick feels so good. It's comfortable. You really don't even know that you have it on. You're just talking and the, you don't have to be insecure on if it's gone in some places and missing over here, missing over there. When it leaves, it it goes off gradually and not in pieces. And so you always want to be able to have lip product that's close to your mouth be as clean as possible. I mean, you eat and that's going to go in. So I wanted to make sure that Lip Esteem was a clean product because I know the hazards that happen when products are filled with a lot of fillers and additives. It's not good. No. And as you just said, and I have to tell you in all my years of life, I never thought of what you just said, that being that it is a product I'm putting on my lips and eating and drinking like this. So digestible, right? Yeah. 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 I'm not going to talk about it, but read on lipsticks that are not plant based and what's in them. There's some things. Yep. Yep. Hey, so as a makeup artist for all the all those years, do you have like a fun favorite story of of doing somebody's makeup or a fun story? Yeah, like a just a something that comes to mind. Being a makeup artist is like being a hairstylist. It's like being a barber. Like you get to meet so many people and they've got so many things going on. And what I really just love, I love the women that don't wear makeup because they come in and they're just freaked out thinking they're going to look just so heavily made up. And then my makeup style is just to enhance. Right. And so it's just beautiful watching women that may even have come with some he heaviness on them. 
to be able to see themselves in a different light that is so beautiful. Like, that's my favorite thing. You know, you can do makeup on people that are famous or celebrities and things like that, but they might not have any character. They may not have any personality. I love the everyday woman because those are the true stars of someone's life. Absolutely. And as you said, like enhancing and you are an artist. So you're actually enhancing something that they might not even see in themselves. And you're bringing that out, which is the artist piece. It's my favorite. And then it's also my who else I like is mothers who don't wear any makeup, bringing their daughters who are now these YouTube makeup gurus. Then they're like, please help me. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> and so then we do lessons. You know, that's the other thing is that it's Fair. not just about applying the makeup. Some people want to learn how to do it. So we offer that at Lipistine too. And you can learn with your own bag of makeup or you can learn with mine. So it's just a way to bring beauty to the community. And I love it. Nice. Do you do classes at all? Like you just said, do you do like a yeah. group class? Okay, I think we should talk about that. That would be super fun. Yeah, so we do we do classes so you can learn how to do makeup or I can just apply it if you have a special occasion you want to go to. Nice. Or people also bring girlfriends to Lip Esteem to have like a girl's day out. It could be a bridal party, a birthday or something like that. And then also I looked for corporations that might want me to come just for a lunch hour. And I can come and we can plan lipsticks over the lunch hour. And so that's very helpful. The reason why people like Lip Esteem also is because they get that one-on-one attention and they know that they're going to get a lipstick that looks good on them from somebody who has over 20 years experience in the field coming to them. So it's customized. Yeah, absolutely. And you've given me things that I wouldn't have picked out for myself. And then when they're applied, I loved them. So I love um, that. Yes. So there's definitely an art to that. Love that. So one of the things too, and John, you might know this from the feedback that you got from your client, but I know that you, you know, so Tamika, when you started out during COVID and all of that, I believe there's two things that are always sellers, even in bad times from an economy standpoint and stuff. And I believe lipstick and alcohol are the two things that always are sellers, even during downtimes. Because again, what you said, um, even when we were wearing masks, like lipstick was still selling because people, women that are accustomed to wearing it still wanted to at least have that one piece um, that they were putting on. And then you think of all that we were doing via Zoom, right? So it, uh, putting lipstick right. on was an easy thing to do. Yeah, so lipstick is one of those items where you feel good, but it doesn't cost a lot. So people don't really mind buying a lipstick. It's, it's easier to buy a lipstick than a vacation. And then also during war times, when the men would go off to war, when they came back, women made sure that they wore their famous red lipstick because it was empowering and it also it made the men feel very good and so that's something even in a recession that's right lipstick still is successful so I mean I was thinking why did I start a lipstick company when everybody was wearing a mask I said I could have started with eyeshadow or mascara what the heck is wrong with me but it was the perfect thing because because of those zoom calls and they were teachers, executives, and things like that. And my first community in where I sold lipstick was in South Minneapolis because a friend of mine said, hey, why don't you sell your lipsticks at a farmer's market? I said, girl, a lipstick at a farmer's market? That doesn't make any sense. 
And then she said, but it's plant-based, it's gluten-free, it's all the things that people that go to farmer's markets love. And because I was where I was, was right on like Minnehaha on 32nd, which was destroyed during the civil unrest. Yep. Those people no longer had grocery stores to go to. So they had to go to the farmer's market. So it all made sense for me to be there. It sure did. And that was one of those God things that you just talked about too. Yes, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Tamika, there's a very large makeup company here in the Dallas area. They better watch out because Tamika Jones is out there. They better watch out because I'm coming. Yep. Yep. Are they at the Dallas State Fair? The the Texas State Fair? I've never seen them there. Texas State Fair? Mm -hmm. Never seen them there. Very interesting. So I sold Mary Kay when I was in my young 20s and yeah. and I was able to go to one of the big like gala type events that she yeah. had for her salespeople and just what an amazing group of women supporting women and just such a fun story with with the success that she had. And she was a single mom. I mean, she she had to go out there and make it. So it's a super fun entrepreneurial story as well. Yeah. And that's another way, uh, another business way to think about selling. Yeah. Is is through independent consultants. So so many different ways to do it. Just trying to put the puzzle pieces together to figure out what's best for my particular brand. Absolutely. You were recently at Darren Lynch's event, so you're doing some speaking. So talk to us about how our community of listeners can support you. So I heard that you're looking for a mobile unit, which I love. Yes. My Chevy Impala has gotten beaten up from throwing that tent and tables and product in there and so i'm looking for a mobile unit yep for sure and then also we're always looking for ways to get capital for the business so that we can grow in other ways we're always looking for someone to help with marketing okay and then purchase lip esteem yeah amazing product we're at lipesteam.com if you're not in the twin cities or if you just like to have things in the mail we'd love to send you something or we're in Selby and Victoria, 876 Selby. We're on lip underscore esteem on Instagram and lip esteem LLC on Facebook. So how about Tamika Jones on Shark Tank? Ah, that's another interesting thing people talk about. So who knows what's going to come? I mean, to be continued on that one. I love okay, it. Well, <laughs> you know, I love all your stuff on LinkedIn and your social media. It's just so exciting to see you just doing what you're doing and the success. And I know every day you wake up and as you said, you're looking for what's that path, but it's a hard job being an entrepreneur. You're an inspiration to many. So just know that. And you're an inspiration to me. I just love what you're doing in the community. And we were just excited for you to be on our Simon Says Inspire podcast. So thank you for being willing to do so. You're welcome. And John, don't forget, we do have men's so smooth lip balm it's amazing i'm just saying we don't leave anybody out and we don't judge anybody for whatever they want to get well you know i'm planning on being up in the twin cities probably within the next month so uh, i will make sure that dina knows where i can try it i love it we'll come see you and i'd like to come and do some stocking up for christmas for the holidays it's the perfect time to stock up honestly Everybody, there's nothing at Lip Esteem that you couldn't give anyone, so. The stocking stuffers would be a great uh, opportunity. Yeah, 
That's right. Yes. Thank you for having me, you two. I'd like to thank Tamika Jones for joining us on the podcast. She's just an amazing entrepreneur. I'm so excited to see her business continue to soar. Super fun to watch. So get engaged. Check her out on the show notes. We'll make sure you know how to find her. But Lip Esteem is her company. Thank you, Tamika, so much for joining us and being willing to be on the podcast. As always, I thank my father-in-law, John, for co-hosting with me. And until we talk again.